This is the Your Harrogate Podcast. Now, please welcome your host, Nick Hancock. Morning. I've just done my morning commute, which took me all the way from the bedroom downstairs to the kitchen. And that's it. And hello if yours is the same. Hello if you're still out and about because you're a key worker. Welcome to the Your Harrogate Podcast with me, Nick Hancock, where... I'm about to be joined by five women on Zoom. Tiffany, Rachel, Rowan, Sarah and Rebecca are all talking to me about something fabulous on Facebook called the Harrogate Virtual Artisan Market. So you're going to hear all about that in a minute or two and then you can go and search for it and find it and get involved with it on Facebook as well. If you love local arty crafty things, hopefully this will give you a bit of a pick-me-up and a bit of a cheer-up. And later in the week, we've got some great stuff this week on our podcast. We've got Steph Moon, superstar celebrity chef, and we've got a hug in a bowl, a healthy hug in a bowl from Steph. Later in the week, we've got Fitness Friday with Sam Schofield, the excellent Harrogate PT. And actually, if you go onto our Your Harrogate website, we've got a chance for kids to win their pocket money. If you're homeschooling, and I know it's lots and lots of fun homeschooling at the moment. Yeah, right. Um, although although there is there is a lovely bit. There is a lovely bit when my son Alfie, who's seven, he he joins all of his school on or all of his class on a on a like a Zoom call at ten o'clock every morning. It's like a little business meeting. It's just like when we have work meetings, you watch everybody pop up. Anyway, so if your kids would like to win their pocket money, we have a quiz with Doors Direct called Clued Up Kids that's on our website. And also, because we're not doing School of the Week this week with Yorkshire Loft Ladders, we've got a really good quiz going on that kids can take part in. So just a bit of fun to, you know, fill a little bit of time, bit of entertainment during lockdown. Also, you can read how you can help Martin House, Martin House Hospice, by doing some charity running in 2021, which can't be a bad thing. That is on our website, yourharrogate.co.uk. So this is our podcast, sponsored by Hacks, and here are today's special Special guests Tiffany and Co from the Harrogate Virtual Artisan Market. Tiffany, welcome to the podcast. The last time you were on, it was a Christmas market on Facebook, and it went exceedingly well. That it's carried on into lockdown three. Yep. So we are now called um, the Harrogate Virtual Artisan Market. <laughs> Um, and we are going to have four different fairs this year. We're going to have a combined spring Easter fair, um, a summer market, an autumn market, kind of getting a bit Halloween-y, um, and then obviously Christmas 2021. Um, because even though hopefully we'll be able to start doing markets in person again, I think that we've got such a lovely little community built in that it'd be so lovely to just continue it and carry it forward. Um, and we're taking on some new stall holders as well. So there'll be a different offering for people. And uh, luckily, most people have decided to stay on from last year as well. So there's lots of familiar faces. Um, and yeah, it's just nice to keep the community going. And it is obviously all about contact for people, really, isn't it? In these funny lockdown times, you've created, it's, it's obviously a great way of promoting lots of brilliant creative businesses, but also You've got a lot of like-minded people here, which is really important in a in a lockdown. Yeah, I mean, um, we decided to carry on before the new lockdown was announced. <laughs> um, so again, it was quite timely that this was still uh, a sort of outlet for people. Um, and 
and yeah, absolutely. It's, we've got a group chat that has all of us sellers on it and it's just really supportive. We all message each other about, you know, packaging advice or, you know, when, when the post went crazy over Christmas, people were saying, well, how is your post office coping? Which post office has fewer queues? Um, so there was a lot of people helping each other, you know, making sure that each business got supported by, by others. So that was really nice. And it's sort of nice to have some shared views and experiences on being stuck at home, isn't it? When you're sort of used to being out and about and seeing lots of people. And, and, and a lot of these creative businesses are all about chatting to people, aren't they? Yeah. And, you know, being able to sort of showcase the story behind the businesses as well. We've, we've had um, some of our sellers have done videos. Um, I think our, our guest last time, uh, Fiona, has done a video of herself doing um, pottery on the pottery wheel, sort of throwing. And, and it's just nice for people to see the process behind it, which if you're buying at a craft market, sometimes there's too many people or there's not enough time. You don't actually see the work that goes into it behind the scenes. So having this sort of outlet to be able to share not just the product, but the process behind it as well, um, it, you know, is really lovely and, and getting people's opinions on new products. We've almost got a sort of built-in focus group for things. <laughs> so before launching something on a website or on Etsy or something, you can sort of throw it out there. And if people like it, then you know you've got a good product um, or that they like this new style that you're working with. So yeah, it's, it's, it's nice to be able to connect with people, uh, which is to me the best part of a market anyway, is getting to tell people your story, but obviously not being able to do that can be a bit um, stifling to creativity. <laughs> so doing it on a mass scale, not only to shoppers, but also to other, other makers and stall holders is really nice. So just before we meet some of our other guests and the other businesses here, because we've got loads of people on the Zoom call today, which is fab, just tell us how we, how we find you. Yep. So although we are a private group, we are visible on Facebook um, and it is now called the Harrogate Virtual Artisan Market. Um, and I say uh, the name, choosing the name was a bit difficult because we didn't want to keep it obviously as a Christmas market. Um, but equally, I didn't want it to get mixed up with a, a selling page or a grumbler page. So, we, you know, we chose the name Artisan, um, but we have sellers making all sorts of things. You know, it's not just art. It's it's different services. It's products. It's all sorts of things, as you'll see from a lot of our guests today. So, And well done to Tiffany's dog, who, before we started recording this, was going absolutely crackers <laughs> and has stayed quiet. Or have you she's moved behaving herself? Oh, no, no, she's. The dog. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> she's right next to me, behaving herself very well. We've got two, so they're both being very good. <laughs> well, it's very exciting for the dogs being part of a Zoom call here. Absolutely. So let's let's bring in. We've got Rachel from Rachel Fawcett Photography here. Hi, Rachel. Welcome to the podcast. Tell us tell us what you do and and tell us what you've got on on this Facebook group. Hi. So I'm Rachel of Rachel Fawcett Photography. Um, I established my business in 2013 and I prim primarily photograph weddings and newborns. Um, obviously last year was a really rubbish year for weddings and a really rubbish year for newborn photography because we weren't allowed to see people and things. Um, so I've been doing a lot more family shoots and I did a lot of doorstep photography last year. Um, when we started the Christmas market, I was just kickstarting my Christmas doorstep photography. So it was really useful to be able to advertise that on there um, and work with people on them. Um, 
the market has been really good in general because I have connected with a lot of other people. I've also photographed for quite a few of the sellers on their page as well to take photos of their things so that they can sell them as well, which has been great. And tell us a bit about doorstep photography because it's such a clever idea. So doorstep photography is amazing because 2020, I think, is going to go down in history as a crazy year. So doorstep photography has been going to people's houses. You don't go within the house. You stay outside the gate or just on their driveway and you take photos of the family outside their door. It is just exactly what it says on the tin, doorstep photography. Um, I love doing them of couples, of older people, of families, people with newborns. It's a great way to get their family photos in in a crazy year and it kind of is a snapshot in history of exactly what has happened in this year people are staying at home yeah i agree and and actually even though it's been so horrendous we will want to capture this won't we because it's going to be this is going to be the most significant thing of all of our lifetimes probably exactly i mean normally at christmas time i would be a little bit quieter because it's not the ideal time of year to go out and photograph families outdoors um, but I have done a lot of kind of in fields and things at that time of year. But it's so nice. Everyone got the Christmas jumpers on. They decorated the doors with tinsel, with wreaths. And it was so fun and so happy. We had kids jumping and kissing and throwing up in the air and all sorts. It was really, really fun. I had a lot of fun doing it. Oh, that's great. Well, I think it's great to come up with creative, innovative ways to get through this. And, and it's so nice to have some memories as well. So thank you so much for that, Rachel. We're going to move on from Rachel to Rowan. Now, Rowan's business is called Nout Nasty. So what do you do then, Rowan? Um, I sell all natural dog and cat treats. So no chemicals, no preservatives, no grain, no nothing, literally just air dried meats. And uh, yeah, the dogs go wild for them. Absolutely so, wild. So there is now nasty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> treats. literally now nasty. It was a slightly drunken Saturday night name that stuck. Was, though I was going to say, where did the business idea come from then? Um, I've been a dog walker for over 12 years. And I've got dogs that have got dietary problems and skin issues, which went on for years. And I'm a bit of a dog geek. So I did a lot of nutritional reading. And when I read what was in sort of dental sticks and what cowhide chews were actually made of, which horrified me, um, I transferred all my dogs to natural treats and their skin conditions cleared up and their ear infections stopped. And it kind of just went from there, really. It can be a very, very expensive business for, for dog owners when, when they have you know, certain, like, like you say, skin problems and things, and certain, certain breeds of dog are, are more prone to it, aren't they, than others? Yeah. So, so it's, it's, it's a massive thing, this, for dog owners. Yeah, massively. Um, I mean, you wouldn't, I mean, cowhide chews, for an example, are made of leather. They're not made of meat, and they are preserved with bleach and sodium. So, you know, to feed that to a dog, you know, there's no wonder it sort of causes onwards reactions with their skin and other things, really, and their dietary problems. And, yeah. And people have got more into their pets. So everybody I, I know seems to have got a dog during that first lockdown. Yeah. I think, I think it's, 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 um, it's a real, real big interest for people, isn't it? Yeah, massively. They're a huge part of the family, like your kids are. I mean, I love my dogs more than the kids, bless them. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> we, always, we always say that we always say that with whatever competitions we're doing pets are more popular than kids to yeah. be, probably because they don't answer back yeah <laughs> definitely 
Well, it, that, that's a really, really interesting business. Thank you so much for telling us about it, Rowan. We're going to move on to Rebecca and Rebecca, the crayon box. So actually, we moved from pets to children because your business was inspired by your kids a little bit. It was completely inspired by, well, just one um, particular one at the time, Oscar. He was three. Um, he's now 10. I started originally in 2013. And I was just looking to try and get him to colour. Um, I had Elsie, who at that point was three months old, and he wouldn't sit for five minutes, which I now know is a three-year-old boy thing. <laughs> but at the time, I put it down to faulty tools, crayons that snapped, crayons that were unengaging. And ultimately, I've branded the old, oldest preschool trick in the book. If you go on Pinterest, you can easily figure out how to make a wax crane in the shape of a star or a dinosaur or a unicorn. Um, but after I started making them for Oscar and he still didn't colour, I thought, well, what can I do with this now? Um, so I started to sell them and branded it and built a brand on the back of it. And seven years later, it's still going pretty strong. So tell me tell me about the kind of, uh, kind of designs and things then that are the most popular ones. Uh, most popular, 100% dinosaurs. Um, one of the reasons I had to withdraw early from the amazing market, which I'm really excited to utilise a lot more, especially these sort of... Um, no, I don't want to eat it, Etta, thank you. The pod group everyone's been talking about. Um, I put it in the bin. Is I, I do also sell on Not on the High Street, and we had what was called Dinosaur Gate, and people were just ordering dinosaurs... 10 packs a minute at some point um so that's definitely definitely the most popular range and always has been and probably always will be because who doesn't love a dinosaur i'm so i'm so glad your daughter interrupts these things because my, my just does it just does it all all the time the thing is your kids your kids don't associate you being at home with you not being at their absolute um becking call and and you know quite quite rightly so as well but how do you um do you find that this sort of network of people is really good to kind of connect with people a bit during all this time? Absolutely. It's nice to have people to bounce ideas from and um, to talk to because otherwise she's, she's not very chatty really. And um, my husband and I are both key workers as well. So our elder two children are in school three days a week. So I don't actually have anybody really to talk to. Um, so it's nice just that sort of interaction and, knowing that there's other people out there doing what we're doing, working from home in the same four walls and embracing it, really. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, well, that's really lovely to hear. Thank you so much for that. I'm going to bring in Sarah now. And Sarah, you actually sort of turned in the last lockdown, in 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 the in the proper lockdown. And, and how strange life is that we actually all think quite fondly of that first lockdown now, don't yeah. we? Oh, the weather was great. But um, but you actually sort of started something that, that had been more of a, a pastime uh, as a bit more of a business in the last lockdown. Yeah, totally. Um, it was just something to keep me busy, I could work outside, you know, I'm very much an outdoors kind of person. Um, and it was just a case of, you know, keeping busy um, and made a few, you know, obviously the wood was all reclaimed. We were given a lot of it, just made some boards and, and putting it on Facebook because everybody, that's what, you know, people shared all their lockdown activities, which I thought was fantastic and a way of, you know, everybody's showing what they were doing in that difficult time. So I started sharing my bits and putting a few photos on and just friends going, it's great, can I have one? You know, so gave most of them away. 
and then started sourcing a bit more wood and just sort of, you know, selling them, but just to cover the cost of, you know, the materials. And then literally within the space of kind of two months coming onto the artisan or Christmas market as it was then, it's been phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. And I mean, I worked in the last lockdown, second lockdown, not sure we can call it a lockdown, but it was. Um, for those kind of five or six weeks, I worked seven days a week at home just to fulfill um, the amount of orders that I had. So it's been amazing. And I've developed lots of, you know, originally I was just making chopping boards and serving platters and I've just developed and just run with it really and had lots of ideas. That, and I think you've got time to think about things when you're at home as well. So it's it's called Sarah's Workshop. So so yeah. chopping boards. What what other sorts of things do do you make? So basically, I usually ninety nine percent of the time just work with solid oak, um, which I try and reclaim as much as I can. But obviously, to meet demands, I've had to order some of it new. So I make chopping boards. I make serving platters. Um, I'm now making. Um, little occasional tables um i do tea light holders bottle openers table runners um pretty much at the moment anything i can get my my head around um i'm not a workshop in the full sense that i have a workshop and have all these expensive saws everything is made by hand by myself i cut it by hand sand it by hand treat it all everything um, so yeah, pretty much if I can get the wood and the tools to do it, I'll make almost anything. <laughs> um, but yeah. It sounds like a, a real kind of to get to do these things and actually turn it into, you know, you've, you've got, you've got a market, a virtual market, but there is a market of people. Yes. Who want this stuff. That sounds like a real positive. Yes, it absolutely is. Um, and I think one of the things that the feedback I've had is, although everything's handmade and they are rustic and, but the, the quality that I, you know, if it's not right, it won't go out. And I don't price myself out of the market because yes, we all need to make money, but also it's a very difficult time for people. So, you know, I, I kind of kept my prices low all over Christmas. And obviously now, you know, there's an awful lot of people still out of work or on furlough as I am. So we're all losing a certain amount of money. And I think that's important as well, because it is a massive community, this, this market that we have. And I think you support each other, yes, messaging and on the rest. But, you know, I think we support each other. We've been giving discounts to other stallholders. I think, you know, that's important. It's a very difficult financial time for people. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for that, Sarah. I'll bring Tiffany. Thank you. Um, what a great mix of people. And, and I think that's just a, a really good advert, isn't it, for, for, for what the market's all about? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think uh, just looking at the list of people we've got today, I think I've bought something from nearly every one of them. <laughs> um, I've got one of Sarah's chopping boards. Um, Rachel very kindly came um, just before Christmas to do photographs of my products. Um, and, you know, we had the fire on, we had the dogs in the background and it was nice to actually put my stuff out there looking very professional and whereas all my pictures have glare and all sorts. Um, I've never done a, a product photo shoot because um, like for many others, it's, a, it's very much a hobby business for me. Um, so to be able to have, you know, almost feel like a proper business having your own photos felt really nice. Um, 
so yeah, it's 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 been great. And as Sarah said as well, we we do offer discounts to uh, most of our stallholders. Offer discounts to everyone else um, who's also got a stall, which is usually the case in person anyway. You, you know, either you do a trade or you say, okay, well, if you buy something from me, I'll give you ten percent off. Um, so that kind of enables us to support each other and keep that money within the community as well. So if someone needs something, um, if they need business cards or I don't know. Uh, if they're looking for a gift for a friend or family member, then we can just post in the group chat saying, does anyone make this? Or does anyone have a friend who makes this? Um, and then you kind of feel a bit better as well because you mm -hmm. know you're supporting a real person um, rather than just going on on the internet. <laughs> yeah, that's great. It's lovely to hear all about it. I'm glad it's going so well. Please keep us posted on everything that you've got going on. And it's the Harrogate Virtual Artisan Market if people want to find it on Facebook. And thank you all so much for your time this morning. Thank you. So thank you very much to Tiffany and Rachel and Rowan and Rebecca and Sarah. And you can find out more about that. Go to Facebook and look for the Harrogate Virtual Artisan Market. And, you know, if you would like to be a guest and um, plug what you're doing in lockdown on our podcast, we've got loads of people listening, loads of people subscribing to our podcast sponsored by Hacks. Just drop me a line. It's nick at yourharrogate.co.uk. That's nick at yourharrogate.co.uk. And if you subscribe to the podcast, it will appear as if by magic for you again tomorrow morning if you hit subscribe. And we'll be back with loads more tomorrow. In the meantime, stay safe and have a good day.